Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another PC Boys podcast and today we are going to be talking about the next gen console race between Sony and Xbox, mainly because obviously these are the two consoles we know most about and or really care about, at least for me. Um, so this is going to be a three part series consisting of the Sony, um, the uh, Sony event or the Sony um, showcase which I put out yesterday. Today's podcast is going to be my opinions and thoughts on the console race. Who do I think is going to win? Why? Talking about each uh, console. And then the third part is going to be me, David, and Kevin sitting down and going through our reasoning as to why we think um, who is going to win the console war. And obviously, I'll be participating in that one. So if you see this one, Anything that I pretty much state in this, you're probably going to hear in that third part, but at least you'll get to uh, hear the discourse between me, Kevin, and David, and maybe that'll bring up some new talking points and um, questions or ideas, and that's kind of the hope. So, without further ado, my take on this console generation. So, Sony came out swinging yesterday with quite a big uh, few announcements, obviously, first, the release date and price, I think that that is obviously something way overdue, both for Xbox and for PlayStation. Um, it's going to be coming out November 12th uh, on uh, in the US, Japan, South Korea, Canada, and I think maybe it's at the UK, and then the rest of the world will be like on the 19th or something like that. Uh, and then for the Xbox, it's coming out the 10th. But the pre-orders go live today for PlayStation and won't till the 22nd of this month for Xbox. But it uh, launches two days earlier compared to PlayStation. So PlayStation announced that they're going to be putting PS4 titles free of charge as long as you have the hard copy discs. I don't know exactly about the digital side of things, but that's what they're doing for the hard copies anyways. Which is nice to see Coney. I mean, Coney. Jeez, I can't speak. Sony... To try to compete with Xbox with that backwards compatibility market. The main thing is though, Xbox kind of beats them in this area. Because not only have they been doing it for the entire, or almost the entire run of the Xbox One. But they got 360 games, Xbox One games, and original Xbox games going to be backwards compatible on the Xbox uh, Series S and X. But of course, PlayStation only has the PS4 games that I've heard of. So... At least based on what I heard, I only heard about the PS4 games. I haven't heard anything about PS2, PS3, haven't heard anything about those. But anyways, that is just what I'm putting out there. But even if they do include PS3 and PS2 games, Xbox has been doing it longer. They have perfected it more. They put more features into it. They've been doing this for a while longer. So even if PlayStation does do the same thing as Xbox, I think Xboxes will just be polished more than PlayStation because they have the experience of doing this already. But then again, it's still a good move on Sony's part to try to advertise people's consoles. Now let's not uh, forget about the two big games that they announced yesterday being God of War Ragnarok. Now I'm not going to really go into detail about this because A, I'm not a God of War fan. B, I did no research on it. And C, I have no personal interest in it. Remember, this is all my thoughts. So if I'm not interested in it, I'm not going to talk about it. But for those of you that want to hear about God of War and stuff, I would wait to the major podcast with me, David, and Kevin because most likely Kevin will be the one to talk all about that. Um, but Spider-Man PS4 does look really good. I mean, not PS4. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. 
uh, does look really good. It is coming to the PS4 and PS5, which is good news for me, so that way I don't need to go pick up a PS5 to play this game. Thank you, Sony, for once making a decision that I can get behind. But, yeah, as an owner of the PS4, uh, as of a month or month and a half ago at this point, all I gotta say is, dude, it is not worth going and buying a PlayStation. I did it for Marvel's Avengers, and I'm really regretting my decision to buy the PlayStation. Now, in terms of the Predator Hunting Grounds, I'm, I'm really liking the fact that I did this, but it kind of really all varies on, or depends on what game I'm talking about. So... When it comes to the PS5 and the Xbox One, I think the main um, thing that's going to, in all honesty, be the console sellers are the prices, the games, and, of course, services, right? I don't think that the controller is going to be a big point of selling because the DualSense is a more, I guess, rounded, uh, grooved PlayStation controller that is supposed to, like, give you resistance and stuff when you use a bow and stuff. Which, I mean, I think it's cool, but it wouldn't justify my purchase of a PS5. Same thing with, like, PSVR. You won't catch me buying a PlayStation just to get PSVR. That, I mean, it's a cool extra, but you won't catch me doing it. Just saying that. So, when it comes to Xbox, PlayStation, let's first talk about the price point. Now... Easily, Xbox takes the cake here. Obviously, Sony yesterday has announced that one of their consoles, their main console with a disk drive, is of course going to be $500. No surprise there. I'm pretty sure we all guessed that that is what was going to happen. Some people were saying uh, earlier on, like about a month or two ago, that it could possibly be $600 because of the hard drives in it, because the hard drives in the PS5 cost a lot to make. And the digital version is going to cost... Uh, a $400 price point because all of the uh, GPU, CPU, everything inside of the digital edition is the exact same as the disk drive version. It's just the fact that it doesn't have a disk drive. Everything else is the same, so the price point is dropped by $100, which, I mean, is a pretty good, you know, price point. $400 to be able to play some pretty great exclusives. Gotta say, it is pretty tempting for the digital version, at least, compared to Xbox. You know, it's like, oh, I don't know, I'm getting more games, I can buy it digitally for a little bit cheaper... There is a market to be had there because they are switching to digital now. But what we need to think about um, is ultimately, let's, we all know that the Xbox specs is a little, <laughs> a little bit better than PlayStation, okay? I mean, it's just, that is how it is this year. Xbox has a little bit better of a um, spec console than PlayStation. Maybe it's a big spec. I'm not a tech expert, so I couldn't tell you if it's a big one or not. All that we know is Xbox has the better console hardware-wise. But that doesn't mean everything. You see, Xbox, let's say, comes out and is like, oh, well, we can run 4K gaming, no problem on any TV or whatever. Let's say, hypothetically, they did that. <coughs> You're not going to sway PS fanboys or PlayStation users the main ones that stick with one console a generation, to buy an Xbox with this. You probably aren't gonna. Because I don't really care about graphics. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not buying the Xbox Series X because of graphics. I mean, it's an added bonus, but I'm not buying it because of the graphics. I think Xbox has the better services. Now, this is where PlayStation and Xbox, in my opinion, are gonna be battling. Because Xbox doesn't have the exclusive PlayStation does, right? I will admit, okay, I am an Xbox-leaning person, 
But I understand that Sony has a much better category of exclusives. They got a lot of good exclusive story games. Spider-Man, you got the Nicolas Cage games with fucking Detroit Becomes Human and uh, Heavy Rain, um, Beyond Two Souls. I mean, you got quite a bit of good games there. God of War and stuff. And then, of course, on the Xbox, you have Halo and, and Forza. And that's really the only two big ones. And State of Decay is making its way to be n- uh, number three. But there's a lot more you can list off for PlayStation. Now, here's the thing, and I'm just letting you guys know this. Xbox has crafted a really decent way to kind of fight around this exclusive thing because Xbox is like, yo, if you buy the Series X, you can get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for $35 with all the enhanced upgrades on your games. $35 to access to 100 games. No, not 100, more than 100 games. That's awesome. For the price of $35 a month, you have a huge, expansive roster of video games at your disposal. So not only can you try out every video game that you want to get, like let's say you're not sure about a video game, right? About spending $60 on one specific game, and it's on Game Pass. You buy Game Pass for $35, and maybe you have multiple games on Game Pass that you want to buy, but you're not sure if they're worth it. Play them on Game Pass, find out if they're worth the full purchase, and then when Game Pass runs out, go buy that full game if you really want it that bad. Or just keep renewing Game Pass and playing it on Game Pass. But you don't really own the game. You're kind of just renting a bunch of games for a month at a pretty great price point. But... It's a good system. I think Game Pass is a great system that way. Not only is it like a rental where you can test out the games and see if they're worth the buy, but on top of that, it's a very affordable thing. So PlayStation does have the better and more expansive uh, library in terms of their video game exclusives, which is PlayStation's big selling point. But Xbox is saying, hey, yo, if you're on, you know, mobile, iOS, Android, if you're on PC, you know, Xbox, you know, you have access to hundreds of games. And that all depends on also where you decide to buy Game Pass on. You buy it on the Series X, you, get, you pay $35 a month, you get enhancements on all your games, including get backwards compatibility games, and you have hundreds of games to choose from to play, see what you like, see what you don't. Pretty good deal. If you're a Series S guy, no problem. Instead of spending $35, you can spend $25 a month, and you can get your expansive roster just like the Xbox uh, Series X ones, you just don't get all the enhancements, because obviously the Series S is a less powerful version, same CPU, a much significantly weaker GPU than the X. Still going to run games really quick with lightning, fast load times and stuff, but it's just not going to look as pretty, essentially, is what that comes down to. So I think that in terms of the prices, Xbox definitely wins here on the look. Like, if, if we're not basing upon you being a PS fanboy or an Xbox fanboy, and there was just a new gaming console... And you see that it's a really good console at $300. That's awesome. You're going to be like, oh, I want to pick that up. Like, this is in a world that PlayStation and Xbox doesn't exist. We're just talking about there's a game console out that makes games look really beautiful. You know, uh, loading into them really quick. Like, pretty much no load times and shit for $300. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. I gotta say, Xbox did a good job on that one. And Sony also did announce that they're going to be cutting production on their consoles because of how expensive they are to make. They're kind of taking a financial loss. They wanted to sell the PS5 for more, but to compete with Xbox, they had to bring it down. The PS5 would have been more than the Xbox Series X was going to be. I'm telling you, that because they wouldn't cut down production if 
that wasn't the case. If they were going to sell it, let's say at $600, like it was originally rumored that they wanted to get out of it, or $700, possibly, then, yeah, it's an expensive console, but not as many people would have been able to afford it, and especially with the pandemic going on. Not a lot of people are going to be able to fork over that kind of cash. 500 itself is enough of a detriment in terms of it. But Sony's like, well, shit, Xbox has a lot of things going for it. It's got a powerful console, cheap price point, <laughs> Game Pass Ultimate for pretty much dirt cheap to access to hundreds of games. Like, we got to do something to bring people in. So, of course, Sony, when they do their PS5 campaign, they launch the fact that they have Miles Morales and God of War coming up. Because those are the top two games people really want to see. So, they're like, this is what's coming. And I got to say, that's a smart move on Sony. But why do I think Xbox is going to win? And I've already stated this once with David talking about the next-gen consoles. We all haven't done it together. And this was also pre PlayStation's um, event that they had. And to me, it all comes down to the price and Game Pass. I think that the price of the Xbox Series S, which I think that's what most people are going to go with, you know, even though it's not a 4K running beast, it's still, well, it still plays games at a very good frame rate. And it's going to look decent. Not 4K, but it's going to look very good. Instant load times and stuff. Same thing as the X on that front. Same CPU and setup. At a cheaper price. Yes, it's all digital, but let's say people already have digital games. It's not a big deal for them. They also have their USB ports, meaning I hope that you can use the Seagate. Uh, like if you have an Xbox One Seagate hard drive that you already have games on and stuff, hopefully you'll be able to transition that into one of the USB ports. And then they have a specific port for a new Seagate uh, one terabyte hard drive. And it's a lot more condensed than the ones we have now for the Xbox One. So that's really nice too. Ultimately, guys, I think at the end of the day that this game, uh, Console War is stupid, but if I think that there had to be a winner, I think Xbox is going to win because of Game Pass, and their price point, they have the cheapest console on the market going into this console race, and not only that, but their Game Pass prices are cheap, if you buy the cheaper edition of the console, it's $25 a month, a more expensive edition, just $10 more at $35, access to hundreds of games, It doesn't matter if they're exclusives or not. Like, PlayStation is riding on exclusives to sell their console. But let's be real here, okay? You beat Spider-Man. You beat God of War. How many times are you going to replay through that game over and over again? I know there's a lot of people that do, but let's be real here. Eventually, that's going to get boring. On Xbox, you can try out hundreds of games at a cheap price point. And if you're somebody that likes the hard copies, just get the X. If you don't have that money then maybe just stick with your normal Xbox, because here's the thing, you can upgrade later. Xbox isn't forcing you to upgrade to the next-gen consoles to talk to your friends. You can talk to Xbox One, Series S, and X players on the same Xbox parties. That is right. If you are in an Xbox party with people, you can use all these consoles. You could be on an Xbox One, Xbox One S, talking to your friends, on the Series X in the same Xbox Live party because the servers are going to run off the or all the consoles are going to run off the same servers as each other. So essentially, you're going to be able to talk, share stuff all with every console. It's not going to be like the 360 and Xbox One where you can't talk to people in a party that have a 360 but don't have a One. You can talk to people on the previous-gen console, which I think is great. I think that's amazing. I don't know if PlayStation's doing that or not. I didn't hear anything about it, but 
The thing is, is PlayStation, they're trying really hard to keep up with Xbox, but they can't. And you see, this is what I find funny, though. Microsoft has, I think, more of an advantage being a computer-based company to make a gaming console because they know how to do that system work, unlike Sony. Sony isn't into it like Microsoft is. But the thing is, when it comes to the Xbox, I think the Xbox is going to dominate this time. And it might not be straight-up console sales. It might be the Game Pass part that legitimately carries them. Like I said, it's a dirt dirt cheap uh, system that sounds like an online membership, like price wise, it's pretty dirt cheap to get Game Pass Ultimate. Dirt cheap. You know how many people on their phones, laptops, and Xboxes are gonna say, I'm fucking getting that? Even I'm saying, I'm gonna get that. Sony, yes, has me tempted with Spider-Man, but knowing I can play that on the PS4, while that is a very consumer-friendly thing to do, that gives me no incentive to buy your new console. Because now I get Miles Morales, Spider-Man, PS4, and Avengers all on my PlayStation 4. No longer do I have to worry about upgrading to the PS5 to play Miles Morales at some point later down the line. Instead, you're just going to have me on my PS4 enjoying these games. Like I said, I don't care about how they look. As long as it's not like a BO3 downgrade from the old gen to the new gen version, which was fucking horrendous. If it's not like that, I will be fine. I will be able to live with it. But ladies and gentlemen, those are my thoughts on who do I think is going to win the console generation. And like I said, Sony has a lot of good things going for them. They announced two big games. They announced their own version of backwards compatibility. And their console is cheaper than what some people were thinking. I mean, 500 is a, you know, a given for any year's new console. But we were thinking that there's a possibility it could be 600. And it sounds like even right now that Sony originally wanted to go with a 600 $650 price tag. And I understand why they would. Their consoles cost more to make than the Xbox console. The Xbox, in my opinion, just has more pros. I mean, you get... Either a $300 console or a $500 console. Both of them have, in, you know, just about instant, lo- you know, no load times. You know, being able to pause and enter games freely at will. Both having uh, previous gen, next gen experiences. Being able to play the previous and next gen games. Uh, being able to buy Battle Pass for $35 or $25 depending on the console that you have. To have access to hundreds of games for a fucking month. I mean, you really can't go wrong. With Xbox on that. PlayStation, what do they have going for them? They got a new controller with some new enhancements, but it's it's not really a sell point, like I said. Um, unless you're a controller freak, then yeah, it would be a sell point for you. But for most people, it's not going to be a sell point. So you have that. Um, you have, uh, what else do you have? Let's see, you got your exclusives. And that's really it. The pricing is higher than both, uh, you know, the same to more of both the Xbox consoles. And, you know, there's just not a huge incentive to buy a PlayStation. I mean, yeah, they have their backwards compatibility version, but it's not the Xbox's backwards compatibility. The Xbox has backwards compatibility in their fucking bag. They started it with the Xbox One, and I think that's why they're going to dominate with that. Because unless Sony comes out and says, we're going to be launching PS2 games, we're going to be coming out, we're going to be watching PS3 games. You know, unless they say that they're going to be, you know, out here launching games like that, 
I really can't sit here and say that, yeah, PlayStation is going to dominate the market. They don't have the games. They don't have the money to really be, you know, doing a whole bunch more because they're already taking a financial hit. Like I said, them saying that they are going to be cutting down console production, that is immediately them being like, oh, okay, so we aren't going to be able to, um, we're not going to be able to uh, sell as much product as we were originally hoping. And I, and I understand why, like I said, their console is very, very, very expensive. And in my opinion, it's, it's kind of, you know, it, it's kind of scary to, to see place, you know, if you're a PlayStation person right now and you know, you're looking at everything. I mean, Xbox has to be giving people a run for their money right now. Like Xbox is the losing, you know, company, you know, they don't really have much more to lose. They're backed by a much bigger uh, corporation than Sony, like they have more money to rely on if they fail, so they can take these risky opportunities that are better at selling a console. Sony last generation, they were pretty much just handed the, they were handed the W. You had fucking Mr. Cook over there coming out saying, yeah, well, we're, it's going to be an online only console and, you know, you're not going to be able to use your old games or give them to other people. You're going to have to pay for them. Like, he literally came out and just said everything you don't want to say to people or that you shouldn't because it, it was legit the most unconsumer console ever. Phil Spencer came in and said, fuck that gay shit. We're actually going to do what Xbox is about and being there for the fans, for the people that buy our console." But that's all that I have to say, ladies and gentlemen. Tell us what you think. Um, I'm going to try to start a poll or I'll just put up a, a post on Facebook and you can comment on do you think PlayStation's going to win or Xbox? What are you going to buy? Let us know. Tell us why is that reason that you're going to buy? Is it the exclusives, the hardware? Is it going to be uh, about Game Pass? You know, there's just a lot of things going on. So I'm really interested. And of course, we uh, here at PC Boys will also be talking about who's going to win the console. So we're going to talk about day one sales. We're going to talk about week one sales. We're going to be talking about a lot of different sale figures. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things when uh, this console, uh, these consoles launch. So uh, stay tuned. We'll let you all know about that. Also, I'll let you all know when me, David, and Kevin are going to be getting together to talk about the console uh, generation, who we think is going to win as a group discussion. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all in the next one.